0: Customers may return the Freedom phone unopened within thirty days of purchase. Now, I, I can, I can understand that if it's a pair of underpants which you bought, <laughs> that they wouldn't accept it back. But it seems a little bit,
1: yeah. unfair. Well,
2: how do you know if you don't
1: like it if you've yes, not used before it before you've it's, opened the box? Oh, I it's, know. I know. It's like your toilet paper, right, Graham? You can't return that. Well, not once I've used it, no. Well, once you've opened the package, presumably either. No, you what? can't just show up and say, sorry, I only used one yeah. of the two hundred and fifty rolls. I didn't need all of them. <laughs> I needed quite a lot. But Turned not quite out. all of them this time. It was quite yeah. a long year.
0: <laughs> Smashing Security. Episode two hundred and thirty-seven. Nunar. Nana. With Carol Terrio and Graham Cluley. Hello, hello, and welcome to Smashing Security episode two hundred and thirty-seven. My name's Graham Cluley.
1: And I'm Carol Terrio.
0: And this week we're joined by our returning guest, it's Tom Langford. Hello, Tom.
2: Hello, hello, hello. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening.
1: <laughs> you lifesaver.
2: Apparently so. Apparently I'm I'm somewhere on one of your lists of people to call in case of emergency.
1: Right. We had another guest scheduled today, didn't we, Graham, who had to dash off and do real work. Dead to you now, obviously. Absolutely dead to you. Yeah, well, <laughs> we got you on speed dial, don't we, Tom? Apparently so.
2: <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I, I mean, getting woken up at 3am by carols, kind of going, Tom, Tom, Tom.
1: <laughs> OK, there's so many jokes there.
2: I mean, it sets you up for the day. What can I say?
1: <laughs> Thanks to this week's sponsors, 1Password, Defensive Security and No Before. It's their support that helps us give you this show for free. Now, coming up on today's show, Graham, what do you got? I
0: am going to be getting somewhat classical with you.
1: Okay, and what about you, Tom? Uh, I'm celebrating my freedom. Celebrating your freedom. Okay, and I am heading to professional services to figure out who has the most pertinent and private information. All this and much more coming up in this episode of Smashing Security.
0: Now, chums, chums, I don't know about you, but I love a Greek myth. That's not a, Do you? Uh, it's not a young woman from Athens with a speech impediment. Uh, that's what Greek I, I love all that. Didn't you love all that when you were a kid? Well, I still do.
1: I'm just surprised we've never talked about
2: this. Stephen Fry does a sh- huge amount of audible books on this stuff, doesn't he?
0: He's
1: yeah. Really good at them.
0: Mythos, isn't
2: it? Mythos. Mythos. Yeah, that's yeah. it. They're really, yeah. good. They're
0: really yeah. good. Well, you've heard of Medusa, haven't you? Remember Medusa? <sighs> yes. yes. Oh, she was a
1: scary gorgon, wasn't she? I wore that as a Halloween costume once. Did I should, you? Uh, yeah. Did you have all the snakes in yeah. your hair? I filled them all like little socks, like, like um, nylons, <laughs> and I filled them with cotton wool, and they were just and with wire and, like, you know, uh, what you call the wire hangers. Oh, yeah, it looked yeah. great. I might do that again, actually. That's a good outfit. I did that with one sock once, but I didn't wear it as a hat. Oh,
0: please.
1: Um, t- oh, you need help down there, do you?
2: <laughs>
0: of course. <laughs> Kroll, uh, going back to you, uh, did, you uh, did you turn people to stone? Did you turn them rock hard with one <laughs> no. look? I'm not even going there. Right, as tough. and you, you've probably <laughs> also heard of Poseidon, right? Do you remember Poseidon? I remember yep. that bank holidays, BBC. Yeah. I don't
1: remember which one he did. Is that Clash Water? of the
0: Titans? And no, no, no. no. I'm talking What's about the Poseidon Adventure. Oh, in, uh, oh, right, right. Oh. right, right, right. <laughs> Sorry,
2: we just <laughs> With, moved from Greek mythology. Okay, to crappy B movie Hollywood films.
0: Mm-hmm. It wasn't crappy. It was brilliant. The liner capsizes in the Atlantic on New Year's Eve. Gene Hackman and Ernest Borgnine and Shelley Winters clambering up a Christmas tree trying to escape their watery grave. Yes, yes, it was also the Greek god of the sea. Well, I I don't know if you know enough about Greek myths, but uh, I discovered that um, one day, possibly via a dating app, Medusa and Poseidon, they got together. Did you know that? How did that work? Well, I think Poseidon put a bag over Medusa's head (laughs) to prevent himself from you know right have, having that particular problem but from their unholy <sighs> union was born an immortal winged horse called pegasus pegasus mm. is strange isn't it to have it off with a snake woman and out comes a horse so
2: between a fishman and a snake woman a, a winged horse comes
0: <laughs> that's right and worse than that worse than that if you remember your story of medusa and how she was killed by perseus who beheaded her pegasus the horse actually sort of Popped out of her pregnant body after she was beheaded—a bit grisly. You
1: know, <laughs> Do you think this was the first instance of disinformation <laughs> in, the, in the written world?
0: <laughs> well, you don't believe this.
1: I,
2: I think, I think actually, it's it's the first story of bro culture and a bunch of dickhead males because Wait. Medusa, yeah. she she gets the snakes for hair and turns anybody yeah. who looks at her into stone, and she thinks, you know what? In order to not sort of upset anybody i'm gonna go live in this cave and yet every day some fella wants to go in there yeah. you know take a look at And then she's surrounded by you know stone men yeah well of course but good thing for her she can see 360 right because yeah we're just minding her own business for goodness sake
0: well what has got my goat right now this episode goat. is that the <laughs> Is the wonderful story of Pegasus? It's been taken away from us because it's not just classic myth now. Pegasus—it's also the name associated with some rather nasty spyware. Because Pegasus is the name given to some smartphone spyware developed by an Israeli company called NSO Group. Have you heard of NSO
1: Group? I am very glad you're talking about this, Cluey, mm. because I've seen this in the press. And I haven't followed the who, what, where, would I, so I know nothing of the story. Oh, right. So you can educate me like I have tell me like I'm five.
0: Well, they've called their spyware Pegasus after the classical mythed winged horse, because apparently it can be sent flying through the air to infect phones.
1: Did they explain this?
0: <laughs> or is this I, you? I, I, no, I think, r- I, think, I, think, I think this is how it got its name. Yes. It's Does it make it, <laughs>
2: it, clip-clop whinny sounds as it infects your phone? It, it,
1: it, Listeners, this is when Graham assumes. (laughs) I could tell in his voice.
0: Okay, carry on. You're doing great. Well, Pegasus, the spyware, has been back in the news this week. It's actually been known about since 2016. Mm -hmm. When a human rights activist called Ahmed Mansour, he received a couple of suspicious SMS messages on his iPhone. And being the sort of type who has been regularly surveilled and suspected of being up to no good by the regime over there. Uh, he was smart enough to pass on these links to Citizen Lab, the security researchers there, and they looked into it, and they discovered some sophisticated malware lurking at the other end, and it was claimed at the time that he might be the most spied-upon person in the world.
1: God, can you imagine having that? God.
0: Well, that discovery back in 2016, that prompted Apple to push out some urgent security updates to everyone's iPhone, because mm-hmm. there's worried that other people might be susceptible to this, may click on links, and and have their phones compromised. But of course that was back then, right? And in the years since, there's been a lot of allegations about the activities of NSO Group and information about how the Pegasus spyware has developed over time. For instance, a couple of years ago, Facebook claimed that Pegasus was being used to intercept WhatsApp communications between activists, journalists, politicians in India, all of the, you know, all the real top people podcasters probably as well you know all the really i don't know if we'd be folks. that
1: interesting honestly yeah. we record no, everything we say so i don't know yeah, that's right yeah. <laughs>
0: like... anyway there were accusations that the indian government may have been behind the attack um, because of the nature of the the journalists and activists and politicians who are being targeted and nso group what they say when you go to them with an allegation they say oh look look <laughs> they do a little <laughs> shrug They're not French. but No, I was going to say, yeah. (laughs) But, you know, they do that in a kind of Israeli way. They say, look, our products are only used against criminals and terrorists. So they shouldn't be used in any other way. And we sell it with that stipulation that no one's going to use it in any other way. And yet, over in Mexico, drug cartels, actual criminals, were using the spyware to spy on journalists. So there are journalists in Mexico who were uncovering criminal activity in mexico
2: yeah so do you think that they might have i don't know ignored the end user license agreement
0: well well, (laughs) probably didn't read it does anybody
1: (laughs) yes some people do
0: (laughs) it's a bit even if they did read it they could just say no no i accept these things it's a bit like when you fly to america and they say are you a nazi war criminal And they ask you all these questions and say, no, no, of course not, of course not.
2: Except for that one fancy dress party at university.
0: (laughs) I think that's Prince Harry. Yes. I don't think... (laughs) Well, allegedly. He's moved on. He doesn't yeah, like that photograph to come out. No, he,
1: no exactly. <laughs> he's got a tell-all book coming out, apparently, I read. Yes, yeah. yes. That's mm-hmm. terribly... Um... Exciting. <laughs> anyway, carry on, Graham. I'm really I'm more interested in your story.
0: <laughs> yes. Now, do you remember uh, Jamal Khashoggi, the journalist? Yeah. Oh,
2: yes, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. my
0: goodness. The most horrendous story. He was chopped into little pieces at the Saudi consulate in Istanbul. Uh, he went there to get his visa stamped or something like that. Now, it's said that the Saudi authorities used the Pegasus spyware to track and spy upon him. So so already had a bit of a bad name, Pegasus. Yeah. So what's happened this week, I hear you ask. Mm-hmm. That's why we're here. Oh, I thought you'd actually say it. That's all. What has happened this week? Thank you, Tom, for playing. Well, I'll <laughs> tell you, Tom, what's happened. There has been a leak of 50,000 phone
1: numbers. Now, normally you'd think, so what? 50,000. No, that's not what we do. Every week, we make a big deal about these things. <laughs> well, 50,000
2: actually is not that many records anymore, is it? No, well, it's very
1: sad. Every record matters. Every record yes. matters.
0: This 50,000 phone numbers claims to be a database of people of interest of NSO Group's customers. So people who want to buy Pegasus, right, go to NSO Group, and right. say, we'd like to buy this software, here's the phone numbers that we would like to use this software against. And now, They have to disclose those up front?
1: And <laughs> Well, I guess you have to tell them who they're going to target.
0: I, I th- so is it a service
1: or is it a piece of software? I, you think, get? There might,
0: I think there is a service component. I'm not actually oh, a
2: customer
0: of NSO Group, so I haven't got that far. But I think there has to be some kind of exchange of information which goes on.
2: But if they'd like to send some free vouchers, you know, good for 10 <laughs> uses, 10 phone numbers.
0: <laughs> so this list has come out, and what journalists around the world have been doing, they've been looking into investigating this for a while, and it's just gone public. They've been looking into whose numbers are these, because we believe they're people of interest to people running the Pegasus spyware. And what they found was not only were many of these numbers not appearing to have any links whatsoever to terrorism and crime, which goes against the NSA rule, but also it appears that these are the phone numbers of people who have had their phones hacked. So they analysed a number of the iPhones and a good deal of the ones, they haven't obviously gone through all 50,000, but they've managed to get hold of some of them. And they found that they have been hit by Pegasus spyware, which kind of links it all together.
1: Okay. So what you're saying is there is mm-hmm. a database that yes. has been leaked That contains phone numbers, and it turns out that on, you know, initial research that the phone numbers are basically indicating that this device has been infected. Exactly. With Pegasus. Right. And they've been infected
0: by this malware, um, which allows people to spy upon your messages, see where you are. And this is zero click malware. So this is an in the wild exploit, which is being used. Right now, to target the iPhones of activists, journalists, politicians around the world, it means a hacker could remotely compromise your iPhone without you realising or you even having to click on a link.
2: Let me just clarify here. You did say that uh, Apple did release a patch for this.
0: That was back in 2016, but Pegasus has been continually developed ever since. So there's now an Android version of Pegasus. It's not just for iPhone. New functionality has been added as well. Back in 2016, you had to click on a link. Now you don't have to click on a link, and it's been updated Mm. to deal with the latest versions of iOS, for instance, because Apple over the years has hardened the security. In fact, they were just bragging recently about how they've hardened uh, the security of, uh, of iMessages to prevent these kind of exploits from working. And journalists have been going through this database and they found the numbers. For instance, most of the numbers are coming from Mexico, Morocco, the UAE. One of the numbers belonged to a freelance Mexican reporter called Cecilio Pineda Berto. And back in March 2017, Pineda, he was he's was, he was looking at his pickup truck. And he's thinking, that's a bit dirty. I need to get that cleaned. So he drove off. Went to the local car wash and he got into a hammock to have a little snooze Round the back of the car wash while it was getting washed by the people. Somehow, gunmen knew where he was and they murdered him
1: in his hammock. He couldn't even see them coming because the hammock sides.
0: Well, also, he was snoozing.
2: And his eyes being closed. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, they could
2: have followed him, in fairness.
0: It is possible. We don't know for sure that it was Pegasus. And his phone apparently disappeared from the scene of the murder. So it's never been examined. But his phone number was in this list. Uh And there have been other incidents as well where nasty things have happened to people.
2: Mm. So the other thing I've got to comment about Mm. this is, are we really that surprised that tools that can be used for good are being hijacked (laughs) and used for bad?
1: Yes, the entire premise of this show is based on that.
0: <laughs> oh, I thought, I thought it was based on something very different. But uh, It's like a grand piano. A grand piano can be a thing of great beauty unless... Or I could play it. Or it's, just, <laughs> like it's dropped on your head.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly.
0: And then it's a murder weapon. I haven't seen that episode of Columbo yet. No. I'm looking forward to it.
1: If it's at a key, it's also basically a, yes. you know, <laughs> a murder position. And it's, and it's uh, just really,
2: really unpleasant.
1: So do you, okay, if I say, I'm going to say a statement and I want to know if you agree or disagree, okay? okay? Right, yes. NSO Group, are mm-hmm. digital gunslingers, agree or disagree?
2: No, they are marshals who have probably- Self-appointed marshals. Self-appointed marshals, but who have possibly, allegedly, uh, any lawyers please interject, <laughs> taken a few backhanders to sell their services elsewhere. Maybe. Maybe, maybe not. I mean, I'm, I, it's pure supposition, mm. not accusation.
1: But they're saying, they're effectively saying, a bit like Facebook, nothing to do with us, Gov. We're just selling a tool. Like, it's the guys who are using it in a way that's illegal. And, and they claim that they're
0: very careful about who they sell it to.
2: Yeah, just like, um, you know, gun manufacturers in the US.
0: <laughs> yeah. There goes 30% of our audience. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you <I> wish. <laughs> now, what, one important thing to point out, a lot of the media attention about this has been around the iPhone because there, there clearly is. At the moment, there is a vulnerability on everybody's iPhone, which means your iPhone could be hacked without you having to do anything, and people could spy on your messages, track you, etc., etc. et cetera, right? And there's loads of attention on that.
1: Turn and it I think... off, people. Turn it off.
2: <laughs> well, is, isn't the attention on the iPhone because, frankly, it's the more secure choice generally. And so if they put their effort into breaking up the iPhone security or at least subverting it. Even for a short period of time, the payoffs will be greater because people who do care about that security will be using an iPhone over a vanilla Android.
0: I tend to agree with you. iOS is more locked down. The other point which the researchers have made is that the security advances which Apple have built into the operating system actually leaves more forensic clues to determine that it has been hacked. So with Android, it's easier to clean up after yourself Mm. and not make it appear that it's been hacked. So it's actually harder to tell. Now, should you be worried as an iPhone user about this? Well, probably not. You're probably not targeted unless (laughs) you're… You're
1: probably not important enough. That's what you're trying to say for our listeners. (laughs)
0: Exactly. And neither are we, most likely. It costs money to put this thing on your iPhone, right? It's not, And probably not pennies. But if you want to look, Amnesty International has released a tool which can help you check if your iPhone has been hacked. But it's not very easy to use. It's very much command line. It's kludgy and clunky, and you've got to be a bit of a nerd, and you've probably got to go quite – Are you offering your of services pepper. to our listeners? No, no I'm not. <laughs> no. Bring nice. your iPhones round to me. <laughs> Form an orderly <laughs> queue, socially distanced, please. Um, Get
2: your £10 notes <laughs> out.
0: And I'll have a look at them, point. Tom, what's your story for us this week?
2: Well, it's somewhat related because we all know what it's like to have our free speech curtailed, right? We all know that these trigger happy tech companies will ban you for the slightest thing. I mean, Donald Trump is uh, now suing Twitter and Facebook and others, etc. He knows all too well, you know, that they'll just happily censor everybody, you know? mm. and we all know what it's like when our favourite apps, you know, like Parler or whatever, are just removed from from <laughs> app stores because something about, you know. Free speech and blah, blah, blah. And my You're freedoms. a big user of Parlour. Are you and Gab? <laughs>
0: and are those some of your favourite? What are your favourite apps? What What are the ones you most commonly use, Tom? Which would uh, cause you most trouble oh, if they disappeared? Do you know
2: what? I'm looking at it now. Mm. Uh, well, there's my <laughs> Lego Star Wars one. That's probably going to be a bit of a trouble. Um Or oh, the one that allows me to unlock my car. That's going to be a bit of a problem. And probably Twitter. You've got an app to unlock your
0: car? Yeah, haven't you? Well, no, I have a key to unlock my car. Why do you need an app? To you unlock probably don't your have car? a key, Graham. You have a button. What well, was same? Same a thing. A key fob. No. Oh, oh, so a
2: button. So your 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 key sends an electronic signal over the air to your car.
0: Yeah. Yes, but I'm close to it when it happens. <laughs> so am
2: I. Why would I want to unlock it when I'm in the town? You know, over the road. From Can it start yes, if your you've car? Got,
0: if you've got, uh, sorry, this is something of a digression, but if you've got an app, <laughs> yes. presumably that app is it? Is it? Does it use the internet? Uh, it can do, if you wish, yes. I see. Absolutely. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs>
2: it's not really. Carry on. Carry on. Okay, on. right. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, so, there was uh, just a, an, another little segue just to bring these diverging stories together. There was a chap who you may recall called Eric Finman the self-proclaimed youngest Bitcoin millionaire, a young American chap. He, uh, well, became a millionaire at 18 after investing in Bitcoin. As you and, do. Yeah, cetera, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so hmm. he felt somewhat aggrieved at all of this censorship and cancellation culture that was going around. And he tweeted right. just the other day, today I'm announcing the Freedom Phone. Fuck yeah. Uh, this is the first major pushback on the big tech capital B, capital T companies
1: that attacked us for just thinking different. He timed it with Freedom Day in the UK as well. Exactly.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Not a PR numpty. <laughs> it's
2: almost like you know what you're doing, Carol. <laughs> so, complete with its own uncensorable app store and privacy features all mm. uppercase. We're finally taking back control and then a little link to freedomphone.com. So please, um, you know, given the visual medium of this audio only podcast, please do go to freedomphone.com.
0: Oh, it's like there's Whoa. there's an American stars and stripes flying a lot. Flapping, yep. flapping in the wind. Freedom yep. phone, completely uncensored. Buy it now,
1: $499.99. Exactly. It looks remarkably like an iPhone in that picture. It, well, but,
2: it's a very smart looking phone, but st- keep scrolling down. Keep scrolling okay. down. All the way down. So, banned for it. Uncensorable app store, preloaded yes. apps. Yes. Uh, I think Parlor is one of them. A free speech-first operating system called Freedom OS, and your privacy guards say hello to trust. Now, would you like more information on this? You know, specs, what is trust, what does it do, what's Freedom OS based on, et cetera? Mm -hmm.
1: That's it. That's it. Yeah, I'm looking. There's all the buttons say, buy it now, buy yeah. it now, There's buy it now.
2: There's nothing. Oh. There's nothing
1: there. No
0: other features. Oh, they're just buy links.
2: Yeah, they're just buy links. Uh, and so if you go back to Eric, <laughs> and I'm not going to start quoting him again, but he basically right. says, we've worked with the freedom-loving people of Hong Kong, and we've completely <laughs> re-engineered the phone and used the most secure components and, and all that sort right. of thing. So when I saw this... My first thought was. Get your money out. (laughs) No, I said, this is from The Onion, right? (laughs) You know, The Onion uh, satirical pages, because surely people aren't taking this seriously. Well, apparently not. It really is true. So it really exists. It It really really exists. It's available. Number of uh, comments, those things are uncensorable equals pirated apps. Malware infested, sounds perfect for criminals. So the NSA and the FBI have backdoors already. Um, there was someone chap called Hacker Fantastic on Twitter did a series of breakdowns, and it turns out that it looks like it's a one hundred dollar
0: Android white box phone. I'm I'm trying to read this guy's tweets. It appears he's blocked me. I don't think Hacker <laughs> Fantastic <laughs> likes me. Oh oh, Hacker oh he's blocked you. I am blocked by him on Twitter. I think it's possible. Is he Greg, not, not the partner, everyone loves you. Is he not the partner of Jennifer Acuri, former oh, dancer and really? close personal friend of Boris Johnson?
2: Yes.
0: I wonder if cuz hmm, she hasn't blocked me, but her partner appears to have done. Okay. Anyway, all right.
1: <laughs> Did love you give to us read some more money?
0: but I can't. <laughs>
1: Well, use your so sock puppet account. Graham. I found I found an FAQ, so that's interesting. Okay. Oh, did you? Also the privacy at the bottom in the, in the footer, where they oh, uh, right. there's an yeah. FAQ there, and there's also a privacy statement.
2: Oh, first one. What is your refund policy? Yeah, love it. I think they are they they are expecting a few refunds. So yeah, this person Hack fantastic. He's he's basically backward engineered in inverted commas from the photos and ascertained that it's using a certain chipset by a white box manufacturer uh, and it thinks it's this chipset because the reference models that use this chipset always have things like the sim slot in this location the camera this location the fingerprint sensor on the back in the center at the top etc etc and if you use a different set of chips so if you rip them all out and use different ones as this uh, Eric has uh, intimated that actually you have to change the structure of the board and everything moves around a bit. So it's extremely unlikely that any changes have been made, although obviously reserves opinion yeah, yeah, until yeah. there is some kind of confirmation of uh what this product is. But it seems to me like the world's biggest scam that a hmm. lot of people are actually going to buy into You know, so an upsell on a $100 phone with what is ostensibly... (laughs) It's five times the amount, right? It's it's five times the price. Yeah. uh, And there's nothing illegal about that, but which will have a custom OS, which is possibly the same as what was in there before, but just reskinned, maybe with an American Mm -hmm. flag and some aircraft flying majestically above it.
0: Oh, but that is a lovely image, isn't it?
2: It it is. I mean, very nice. Yeah. You know, and the branding as it stands is not bad but do you know what certain people will flock to this phone thinking that they're you know owning the libs with it and they're the ones that are,
1: you know it's going to be more
2: like poning well we patrons. don't know if
1: they're up to anything naughty or not this stage
2: right no but- no not naughty per se but i think they'll be using what is ostensibly an insecure platform
0: i'm just reading the fairly minimal faq which carol yeah. out on their site uh, it's it's got this bit about you know, what's the return policy if you don't like it? <laughs> yeah. Customers may return the Freedom Phone unopened within 30 days of purchase. If it's opened. And we you don't checked offer it out and it doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. If you've actually opened the box and thought, well, this is a pile of shit. Now, I I can, I can understand that if it's a pair of underpants <laughs> which you've worn, that they wouldn't accept it back. But it seems a little bit
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> unfair. Well,
2: how do you know if you don't like it if you've yes, not used before it?
1: Before you've it's, opened the box. Oh, and no. it's. Oh, no. It's like your toilet paper, right, Graham? You can't return that. Well, not once I've used it, no. Well, once you've opened the package, presumably, either. Not you well. can't just show up and say, Sorry, I only used one yeah. of the 250 I did, I did rolls. All of <laughs> I didn't need all
0: of them. I needed quite a lot, but Turned not quite out, all of them this time. It was quite yeah. a long year.
2: <laughs> you know, it looks like a duck, quacks like a duck, swims like a duck, tastes like a duck.
0: You know. Sorry, I thought you said it looked like a phone. I thought you said, what?
2: It's probably it a duck phone, phone.
0: You know, or a phone duck, or something. I don't know. Carol, what have you got for us?
1: Okay, we're going to have to use our brains for my story, oh, okay? Well, and we're going to we're gonna prove that you actually have some here. It's boys. hot today, Carol. I don't know if I can do this much. I know it is hot. Trust me. My I know. brain
0: is like a balloon full of lukewarm porridge.
1: Porridge, yeah. I'm in a sealed room right now with a huge window. I understand. Okay, so first off, tell me what you think, what services or professions do you think have the most, I don't know, private info about you? Like, if they got hacked, you would just kind of Ooh. go white as a sheet.
0: Uh STD yeah. clinic? Oh, good.
1: Maybe. Yeah. Doctors. Yeah. STD clinics.
0: Dominatrix. If I was on a. If I. If
1: yeah. <laughs> if, if, if,
0: if. If I had an account with a dominatrix. Right.
2: Really? Would that would that really upset you if people found out about that? Do you not think well, that people.
0: Well, Tom, first it's of all, there's nothing to find out. Can I just stress that? Yeah, but-
2: well, uh, well, well. You doth protest too much. you mean you? that number you gave me is not valid? Is what? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> what about your
1: therapist? That'd oh, be
0: yeah. hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? <sighs> yeah. There was a there was a Finnish uh, psychotherapy clinic which which was hacked and all that information ended up in the hands of bad guys. That was really terrible.
1: Accountants and tax dudes that would suck, but because it's basically yeah. on money fronts, I suppose. Right? It just shows how little you give to charity, right? Plastic oh, yeah. surgery on, on, on your nuna. Oh yeah, on your nuna. Is that? What is that? Well, what <laughs> well, is that is
2: that is what kids
1: are doing feminine? these days? Yeah, on is, your quick eye your oh is <laughs> nuna
0: <a> female? <laughs> Okay, on well my new new, Is it a new nu
1: for a man and a
0: noo-na for a woman?
2: No, it's a know. foo-foo for a woman, isn't it? Oh, God.
1: No, God. I can keep uh, up with kids today. I oh, know. <laughs> I don't think Tom's a kid. I do not take his advice on this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all these people, like therapists, accountants, lawyers, priests, STD clinics, dominatrix, these, they have information about you that yeah. you want to keep fried or you want to share. In a limited fashion. Or the way you choose to. So Who wouldn't want your nana to know about your dominatrix Proclivities. My nana?
0: What, what, <laughs> hang on, I know what a nunu is. What, what's my nana?
1: It's,
2: it's your money maker, Graham. It's what you sit on.
1: And, like, a lot of these, other than the dominatrix in this story that has shown up, uh, like, lawyers, therapists, accountants can lose their jobs, yes. right, if, if they don't represent you properly. So, as this show is vaguely security-based, let's pretend one of you, or both of you, are the head honchos of a ransomware crew, Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, bad guys! Yeah, you're the bad
0: guys. Tom is bald, so that already makes him slightly evil in my eyes.
1: Let me grab
2: a, a local alley cat to stroke on my lap while we do this.
1: <laughs> and uh, what profession would you try and hit first of the ones we talked about? Like what profession? Like ransomware is all about the Healthcare. money. Healthcare. Absolutely. Smashing yeah,
0: Security is now giving advice on who ransomware gangs should target yeah, next. That's, that's what you're. I'm talking not
1: giving about. advice. Just saying, who what you would do?
0: No, you're suggesting we come up with some suggestions for.
1: Them. We're, we're like the
2: NSO here in in in, the, in in the sense that you know we merely provide the information. What people do with it is entirely up to them. So yeah, I'd hit healthcare because they because they have lots of sensitive information, uh, take lots of people's money, but never spend it on security.
1: But it doesn't really win the hearts and minds of the folks that hear about it afterwards, right? Hearts and minds of who? Well, like for example, if a um, if if a bunch of richy rich people at a swanky law firm, if a law firm gets hit, you might not feel as bad as if it's a bunch of cancer patients that can no longer get their meds because mm. the machines have been screwed. I'm, but you, I'm a criminal. I think there's I think there's optics is what I'm. I think there is optics from a from the from the bad guy's point of view as well. Do you? Do you really think so? I'm a criminal. I'm bad. Whatever I do, yeah. I think they do. I think some do. I'm bad. I'm bad. I'm really, really bad. (laughs) I would argue that lawyers are the ticket. Like lawyers are a good ticket here because are you
2: representing, you know, a ransomware gang or something from a PR perspective here?
1: (laughs) No, Uh, (laughs) because I'm really fricking moral. Lawyers, because they, they know the prestigious ones, they swoon over their rich clientele, trot them out whenever possible to lure in new clients. So you know who's on their books. Not maybe everyone, but you know a few. Mm. And, um, people seem to open up to lawyers and give them, you know, give them a service fee every month, you know, if you're using one regularly. And lawyers care a lot about reputation and trust. So I'm wondering if they would be more likely to pay the ransom to have everything Shut up, you know, like, don't Oh yeah, Well, well,
0: maybe, maybe, yeah.
2: It's a very good point as well, because actually also the lawyer's clients will also be flush with cash, potentially. Yeah.
1: And you can Mm. also hit them too. That's the information you want. I mean, I'm guessing that's what you want to either nab or, or lock up so let's say boys that your law firm you guys are uh you know swinging around with uh, lots of cash and your law firm that you trust with all your financial business and even some personal goings on gets hit by ransomware oh hang on we're good guys now
2: now are we still criminals yeah
0: because we were the ransomware
1: gang now i know i know <laughs> we're swapping sides right so now oh right right pivot pivot <laughs> pivot pivot it yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay and uh so what would be the things you'd want to know like if you find out your law firm's been you know hi sorry we've been vic- have
0: they got my data have they got our emails anything we've said to you is that now in the hands of criminals mm-hmm. what the hell's happened yeah
1: what, what do they take what do they take yeah yeah. Okay, what good. They take? Okay, that's a good question. Anything else?
2: What version operating systems are you using on your systems? Because that'll tell me pretty much how much data they've got. Because if you're using Windows <laughs> Windows <feel> XP,
0: <laughs> then image service pack do you have?
2: Why would you care about that? Because if they're using, what, I don't think they tell you. <laughs> you don't. Care. Let, let me finish. It <laughs> might be your show and all, but blimey, I'm the guest,
1: VIP guest.
2: Uh, so if they're using Windows XP, right, then. <laughs> I've got a case for gross negligence against my lawyers. Yeah,
1: okay.
0: So you go to another set of lawyers.
2: Who might then lose their (laughs) minds
1: exactly. (laughs) Would you care about like how they got in? Uh, Um I don't know if I would. No? I don't know if I not if I no, I don't know. Would you care about what they're gonna do about it? If, if, if you're unhappy, with what information, if it has an impact on you? Yes, of course, absolutely.
0: Okay, yes, I definitely would I definitely would want to know that. And I would want to know that they knew how they'd got in and that they were going to stop it. And, and how long they'd place. been
1: in there for. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, you, yes. yeah, I love when they really kind of come clean, right? Say, that on this date, mm. this happened, we noticed it this time, we then did yes. this, we didn't, I love that. So this week we learned that a so-called prominent and I assume very expensive law firm, was hit by ransomware earlier in the year. Yeah. And in the show notes, I've put in the their statement that's on their website, and I've highlighted some key areas. But I want to know if you think what's good about this and what's bad. Like I'm, I'm thinking people are listening to the show and this is going to happen to people where they're going to have to inform people, yeah, you know what? We've been hit by ransomware. What's oh, What's leaving a bad taste in your mouth here, if anything? Oh, I'll tell you the first thing which annoys me so I'm reading this right now. I, I imagine we're going to put a link to this in
0: the show yeah, notes. Yeah, we will, right. definitely. Yeah. I, I'm reading this right. It looks like it's been written by a lawyer. It's so, <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. so boring. It's It says, Campbell, blah, 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 blah. It's providing notice of a recent data privacy incident. The... F-
1: I think that's very interesting, though, that title. So the, the title, let me just read it out correctly so people yes. can get it know. So Campbell, Conroy, and O'Neill provides notice of data privacy incident. So that is a kind of key word because you're going to look for ransomware hack, <laughs> ransomware attack, you know, or yes. victims. Yeah. And there's nothing in there. So I found that quite interesting. They've got anti-SEO people working on it. <laughs> the following
0: notice includes information about the event. Steps taken since discovering the event and resources available to help individuals protect against potential misuse of their information
1: should they feel it is appropriate. I'm already bored. No keywords. No keywords. <laughs> yeah. That is fascinating. It's quite dull. It's quite dull. So they say it all happened on the 27th, right? So that's a long time ago, like five 27th of what of uh tw- 27th of February, sorry. 27th <laughs> of February, 2021. Wow. So that's a long time they took to kind of... That's about right. You know, upwards of nine
2: months in, in, in most cases.
0: Oh, so it wasn't that they were hacked then. That's when they became aware of it. Yes. So what? for months they've known about this.
1: And they've only just said? Mm-hmm. And they say, at the end, Campbell's providing notice because investigation thus far determined, okay, so now five months on, determined that certain information relating to individuals, i.e. you guys, the clients, was accessed by the unauthorised actor. So, you wanted to know what information they stole. Graham? Yes, Go to, exactly. T- please, exactly. Please list out Which and tell me worked, if you'd be okay. worried.
0: So, what information was involved? So, we want to know what data has come out, okay. We cannot confirm if the unauthorized actor accessed <laughs> or viewed any specific information relating to individuals. However, we determined that the information present in the system included certain individuals' <laughs> names, dates of birth, driver's license numbers, state identification numbers, financial account information, social security numbers, passport numbers, payment card information, medical information, health insurance information, biometric data, and no. or and or online account credentials, i.e., usernames and passwords. <laughs>
1: Passwords. So basically, people use lawyers as a kind of uh, online vault for passwords, yeah. right? Because they want they can go and access these accounts as well. Like that is worse than what you give any other profession. I think like you'll give your therapist some of that info, but not all of it. Yeah, yeah. like it's everything, oh is it in there. Not. So what they said
2: was, we're not sure what was taken, but here's a list of data that we hold on you,
1: just in case. Yep. And we can't confirm or deny that they've seen this, taken it, or will do anything with it.
2: Jesus Christ. And it took them five months to what They could have announced that the <laughs> day after. And right. And it would have still been true.
1: But don't worry. The next paragraph. What we are doing. And then we get that famous sentence that we love. Campbell is committed to and takes very seriously its responsibility to protect all data entrusted to us. Ah, uh. So ongoing commitment. We're going to up our game. Watch the space. It's all a bit waffly. It's not really very much in the way of detail here, is it? Yes.
2: (laughs) But also, if they take it all so seriously, why were passwords there?
1: (laughs) Like were they encrypted? Probably not. Were they hashed? Well, if they were encrypted,
2: it wouldn't have been lost. If you see what I mean, you know. If Mm -hmm. if if they were just hashes or whatever, yeah, hashes, yeah. But that's that's fine. But ugh.
1: now you've been paying your lawyers, right? You've been paying these guys. Let's say they've been paying them five grand a month. Right. And they've been, uh, you know, your dutiful lawyers with all your passwords and your passport information and your sin number and all your stuff. What uh, do you do like, at this point? Right. So you're reading this. And you're thinking, well, what do you give me? What's the kickback? Because this kind of sucks for me in a big way.
0: Right. Yeah. How are you going to help me? Yeah. Oh, right. I know.
2: I know. I know what they're going to give them. <laughs> they're going to give them a year's free credit check with <laughs> a credit check
1: agency. Yes. Two years. Two years. Two? They went out. Wow. Yeah. 24 months of complimentary access to credit monitoring, fraud consultation, identity theft restoration services. So, but, it, it, but they put it on you. Right. Like they'll pay for it, but you it's your responsibility to manage all this and to activate it. Like it's not, you know, it's not by default. And they'll only give it to people that, that they say we can guarantee your information was at risk.
0: But they don't know that. OK, so not all of not all of their clients are going to get it. Only ones who they believe are affected, even though they don't know what. Who was affected was or what data was no. lost.
1: Exactly. So they give you the telephone number and the times to call when they will answer. And then they'll say, the call center <laughs> will verify whether you're eligible for services.
2: Between 4 and 4.05 every third Thursday.
1: <laughs> and then they say, mm. they don't stop there. They also say, hey, this is how you can help monitor your accounts. So there's a load of stuff you can do. Uh, get one free credit report annually to check. If you've used that already, oh, well, too bad. <laughs> um, and you can get a fraud alert. So all these things that don't impact your credit score but can well just by security versus you know usability it locks up your account so you can't you know people can't do checks without you confirming yes that one's okay you can go do a check you can also do a thing called a credit freeze can't you yeah
0: yeah and i i see that they're suggesting that to people all you have to do is contact uh, the organization with your full name so- social security number date of birth <laughs> <laughs> um, lots of a uh, photograph of your driving license.
1: It, it addresses for the past five years, proof of current address. Yeah, it's, re- then, it's so... Please yeah.
0: just
2: email this to Ivan at revil.com.
1: <laughs> so it's kind of interesting. I don't know. And I was thinking I wouldn't be happy with this, right?
2: Can I just ask, they've said what happened. They've said that they take it seriously. They've then said, here's what you are going to do about it. Have
1: they said what they are going to do? Um, they are, uh, as part of their ongoing commitment to the privacy of personal information in our care, we are reviewing our existing policies and procedures. <laughs> well, that's I you just... what
0: they're going to do, they're going to lose some customers. Yeah. Who are going to go to another law firm.
1: That is what I wanted to know. That was my next question. Would you just walk at that point? Or would you think, oh, my data's already out. Who cares? At least, you know. I would want to have a meeting,
2: a face to face meeting, maybe with others as well, you know, other, you know, customer clients, but a face to face meeting with their head honcho who can look us in the eye and talk about all the things that they did wrong and now what they're doing right about it. And if that didn't satisfy me, then I would definitely walk.
0: You yeah. basically want a public lynching, don't you, Tom?
1: Well, I mean, you know, pitchforks are optional, obviously. But- <laughs> But surely the clients are the real victims with no culpability whatsoever. So do you feel it's fair to say they have some culpability in it because they agreed to secure the information that we shared with them and they let the side down?
0: I'm not a lawyer, so I wouldn't be able to tell you if they're culpable or not. I'd need to engage some sort of law firm. Uh, to give you a feel, like that.
1: exactly but don't you feel i would say the more carefully worded these kind of uh, communiques are done the more it gives me like i want to pay more attention to what you're not saying
0: yes but you're never going to get any empathy or humanity from a lawyer carol aren't you what's the first rule of a revolution is that you line up all the lawyers
1: to shoot them don't you have lawyers in your family you have lawyers in your close family, yes, do you not? Yes, I
0: do. That's why I know so much about them. Wow. That's wow. why I
1: know what they can be like. <laughs> wow. wow. Smashing Security sponsors Offensive Security, our industry leaders in providing training for your organization. The training is designed by the same minds behind Kali Linux and OSCP. Oh, now you're paying attention. So Offensive Security offer a number of different programs. There's the OffSec Flex program, which allows you to train on your own schedule. There's the OffSec Academy offering industry-leading OSCP certification through dedicated one-to-one mentoring and virtual training. Or if you want to develop your team's pen testing skills in highly realistic simulated networks, Offensive Security experts have got your back. See, it comes down to this. The skills gap is increasing, meaning it's more important than ever to train your staff effectively and efficiently. Learn more about offensive security at smashingsecurity.com offsec. That's smashingsecurity.com offsec.
0: Create a culture of security with 1Password. Around 80% of business data breaches are due to weak or reused passwords. Well, using 1Password can close the gaps in your company's security and help your employees stay secure wherever they are, with the right tools and the right mindset. You can create a culture where your employees feel empowered to share responsibility for security risk management. 1Password makes the secure thing to do the easiest thing to do by letting your employees stay secure without slowing them down. One password makes it easy for employees to play their part in personal security and by extension the security of your company and customers. Learn more and try one password free for 14 days at onepassword.com.
1: So what's a con game? It's a fraud that works by getting the victim to misplace their confidence in the con artist. In the world of security we call confidence tricks social engineering. And as our sponsors know before can tell you, human error is how most organizations get compromised. Where there's human contact, there can be con games. It's important to build the kind of security culture in which your employees are enabled to make smart security decisions. And to do that, they need new school security awareness training. KnowBe4, the provider of the world's largest security awareness and simulated phishing platform. See how your security culture stacks up against KnowBe4's free phishing test. Get it now at KnowBe4.com free test. That's K-N-O-W-B-E and the number four. Dot com slash free test. And welcome back,
0: and you join us at our favourite part of the show—the part of the show that we like to call "Pick of the Week." Pick of the Week. Pick of the Week. Pick of the Week is the part of the show where everyone chooses saying they like. Could be a funny story, a book that they've read, a TV show, a movie, a record, a podcast, a website, or an app—whatever they wish. It doesn't have to be security-related necessarily. Better not, not be. be. <laughs> <laughs> so, like in harmony, there. Wow, amazing. My pick of the week this week is not security related. Instead, it is a love story. What? Ooh. Yes, it is a love story. you went soft I read. on us. Are you talking about Columbo again? It's No, no, it's not about Mrs. Columbo or anything like that. It is a love story about Randy Santel and Katina Dejanet, how they met and fell in love.
1: Are we supposed to know who they are?
0: Let me read to you the opening paragraph of the article, which will put it in some context. Okay. Randy Santel didn't really develop feelings for Katina Janet until he saw a scoff down king crab legs, salmon pizza, shrimp calamari, Sifo tacos, a cob sandwich, halibut, fries, onion rings and chowder in one hour, 36 minutes and 40 seconds. Is this eating competitions? They are both professional oh. full-time eaters who became friends on the circuit and then found love. Oh, I don't know if you've ever thought about professional eating, Tom, and becoming a
1: professional eater. Obviously, you've been thinking about it non-stop while you've been on your fitness (laughs) craze. (laughs) This
0: explains everything. Well, it's a heartwarming (laughs) story on Wired, which I read, and I thought that's rather lovely. And it tells the story of how they make money eating and the the, the amounts which they eat, and they have millions of YouTube subscribers and Facebook fans, and have somehow managed to f- to monetize this. And people people love to see these sort of things. Anyway, they they found each other and fell in love. And so I read that story, and I will put the link in the show notes, and you can read more of this. Yeah, I don't know
1: how I feel about eating competitions. I, mean. I don't. I'm not comfortable with them, and I don't know why. Yeah, it's not the '50s anymore. Yeah, and I'm not, I don't judge the people that like it. You sound pretty judgy to me. Okay, I'm not trying to sound judgy. I just think I'm with you, Carol, on this. I have to say, yeah, and I, I think... wouldn't want to go to an eating competition and watch. I might have some morbid fascination, but then it would be more. I wouldn't Repulsion. feel. <laughs> I wouldn't like that either, right? But
0: what about love?
1: Isn't it? Good no, love's that great. People, love, love, people hate. People can
0: find love in all kinds of places.
2: Yeah, maybe they could have found love in a park. You know, rather than sat in front of half a ton of food that they eat within an hour and a half, that produces
1: vast amounts of waste. Do you think, yeah, do you think they're ever sick? Do they have a sick bag
0: oh, close well, by
1: at all times? Just, you Christina
0: know. Tina says she's never actually thrown up as a result, but I think Randy sometimes has. In order he to he visits in the, the vomitorium of of afterwards. Yeah. Well, anyway, I think, you know, it's mm. good that they found love. And I found this it is how this is evidence story. that Graham has a heart. Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. I'm just producing evidence today that I have a heart. After the abuse I've had recently for some of my picks of the week, I'm just trying to <laughs> give you something a little bit different. So that is my pick of the week. Tom, what's your pick of the week? Well, I'm going
2: to produce evidence that I'm actually a bit of still a bit of a nerdy child at heart. So. One of the many Lego. lockdown Lego. hobbies that uh, I've, I've taken up is Lego. I f- find myself as, a, as an Lego. adult with Lego. enough, Lego not enough disposable income, Lego. but enough disposable income to buy all the Lego kits that I never <laughs>
1: got as a kid.
2: <laughs> he was saying under his breath, Lego, Lego, Lego. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yes, yeah, um, and I, I now have, you know, Saturn V and the Lunar Lander Whoa. and the Space Shuttle and all that, so all the big stuff, right, and a yeah. f- few of the Star Wars heads and stuff, you know, helmets collection, and uh, I just finished over the weekend a typewriter that actually makes, you know, you can actually... Type things; it makes clicky,
1: clacky noises. And... Oh, really? I like typewriters a lot. Yeah,
2: yeah. Oh well, you love this. I'll send you. I'll send you some photos. Oh, you and Tom Hanks. Send me a pic. Send me a pic. Well,
1: me and Tom Hanks.
2: But my pick of the week is not Lego directly. It's actually an app called Brickit, Brick It, and you can, if you're in front of a computer right now, go to Brickit.app. Uh, it will give you even less information than the freedom phone because it is quite literally an app but what the app does and this this is the really cool tech part is you lay out the lego that you have all the pieces that you have on the ground spread them out a bit hold your phone up to it press the scan button it scans all the lego you have identifies what each piece is what color it is and then suggests things that you can build with said lego oh even to the point where it will point out where the particular piece that you need is in the pile
1: (laughs) okay that's graham okay
2: tom's
0: one tom's one let's stop the show tom's (laughs) one
2: this is a first version it's only on iphone not on android probably a security thing But, um, at the moment, you can only build stuff, um, build sort of non-Lego ideas for want of a better term. You know, it is, um, but I believe that they, there will be in the future, you could lay out the stuff for, I don't know, your motorized at, at walker, and then it will find everything for you and then give you the, the instructions for how to make that in the future. That's possibly coming down the line. But right now, it will categorise. I believe it will also, you know, start to create a list of what you've got and all that sort of stuff. And just just actually watching it do its thing is worth the download alone. Um, it's free currently, although I think many people um, would end up paying for it, you know, for, you know, advanced features, maybe such as being able to, you know, rebuild your original Lego kits and stuff. But, uh, yeah,
1: absolutely brilliant. It works. Is it pretty new? It doesn't seem to have a ton of ratings at the moment. I'm just looking no, at it. After- it is. it is. Literally the last couple of
0: weeks, I think. It looks brilliant. Tom, my concern is that the evil lawyers at Lego are going to shut this down.
2: Well, Do maybe. They might? Or maybe they will see it as... A partnership that will allow them to help to unleash further creativity because that's where that's where they go.
1: Yeah, just because they didn't think of it, maybe maybe they'll buy it. That would be the smart thing to do. Exactly. That
0: that might.
1: Yeah,
2: or invest in it. Exactly. Yeah, you know, because it will it will reinvigorate interest in old Lego you know, and reinvigorate the brand. So I'm hoping this will be a good news story, not a, you know, a harbinger of, uh,
1: um, you know, it all going wrong, so. Okay, keep it. Keep your eye on the story and then you come back and let us know, because, yeah, yeah. absolutely.
0: Wow, that is, I, I mean, I obviously haven't tried it, but it looks like an amazing app. How cool.
1: I once bought my nephew, like, you can buy, I think it was on eBay, you can buy, like, kilos of lego right <laughs> that people sterilize they say <laughs> and you buy these huge bags of it yeah um and i gave him i bought a ton of, a ton of bags and gave it to him so uh, yeah but nice. god knows what's inside that it's just like different pieces so this would be kind of perfect wouldn't it
2: yeah that's exactly it it's, it really helps you do do uh that sort of thing now i don't have enough because i you know my collection is literally just the stuff i've bought in the last nine months basically and they're all made. You don't take them apart, do you? <laughs> and they're all made. So I've literally got the six pieces that are left at the end of every, every pack you know, <laughs> in a box. And it says, can't make anything out of this. <laughs> but mm-hmm. but um, we've got some, you know, in the loft somewhere. So I'm probably going to dig it out and, you know, pull out, pull a handful out and see what it Fun. comes up with. Yeah, it just looks really, cool. looks really
0: cool.
1: Yeah, it's a great pick of the week.
0: No one's going to read my competitive eating love story now. No. (laughs) Everyone's going to be looking at Brickett, and I don't blame them. Oh, What have you got? What's your pick of the week,
1: Um, An animated series. Now, I've chosen this because my buddy Tom here likes a cartoon as much as I do. We've Mm. talked on the show before about Rick and Morty, Final Space, Bob's Burgers. Invincible. Yes, Invincible. And a new one for you, Central Park. I don't know if you know it, Tom. Yeah, I do know so it. Do it's available know. on Apple TV and available for purchase as well. Do you like it? Yes.
2: I'm, I'm I'm not a huge fan of musicals, but it's growing on me, I have to say, because it's by yes. the same people who did Bob's Burgers, right?
1: Yes, that's right. So mm. basically the, the story is like it's an animated musical series that tells the story of like a family who live in the middle of Central Park and they're the park caretakers. Um, and their whole, I guess, the premise of the show is they have to protect the park um, from people that are trying to, you know, commercialize it, for example. And what's really kind of cool about it is it's the first time I've ever seen something set in New York City that wasn't focused on buildings or loud, crazy streets, right? You're kind of in the peaceful Central Park the whole time. Yeah. And there's this wonderful foil on the show, Clue, that you would love. There's oh, yeah. this, like, grumpy old Harris called Bitsy <laughs> Brandenham. And she's just gorgeous. She's conspiring to demolish Central Park and turn it into condominiums and shopping malls. But she's perfect because she's played by none other than Stanley Tucci, oh, right? Who is yes. just a hair behind Jeff Goldbum yeah. and just ahead of that, uh, what's his name? The hairless UK conservative politician, short guy, William Hague. <laughs> William <laughs> Hague, Who <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. oh, I love as well. Right on the hot scale. So Stanley cheese hot.
2: I thought you were going to say something like Baby Voldemort or something like that. <laughs> <haven't you?
1: laughs> no, I just have this thing for William Hagg. I can't explain. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, interesting. Um, but better than Bitsy is her assistant. Uh, she's like I don't know the maid, yes. the shit eater, the caretaker. She's played by Davy Diggs, and she hates her job but wants uh, to be written to the rich employer's will. So she puts up with all the crap. But the real star of the show are the tunes, I think. Like the songs are pretty on point. Like and I was looking at them going, God, the rhymes are so good. The beats, the melodies, everything. And then so I went looking to see who was doing yeah. this. And there's like yeah. a huge list of contributors, right? Cyndi Lauper, Fiona Apple, Kate Anderson. There's like tons and tons of them. So in this, I would say probably for 10 year olds, maybe a bit, maybe 12 and upwards. Check it out. Central is 50. <laughs> oh, to at least 99. Yeah. So uh, check it out. It's called Central Park. I'm seeing it on Apple TV at the moment, uh, but I think you can also buy the series in places potentially, or probably from Apple TV. Um, so check it out. It's very I'm, good. I'm going to get back into it. You should. The second series I think is even better.
0: Ah. Very, very cool. Sounds great. Well, that just about wraps it up for this week. Tom, I'm sure lots of our listeners would love to follow you online. What's the best way for folks to do that?
2: Uh, I'm on Twitter, at Tom Langford. That's Tom with an H. Uh, T-H-O-M Langford. And uh, TomLangford.com. And well, that's about it, really. So, yes, please, join me. Join me in my quest to get a blue check mark, just like Graham.
0: <laughs> and you can follow us on Twitter, at Smash Insecurity. No G. Twitter and Mouse have a G. And we're also uh, up on a Smash Insecurity subreddit. And don't forget... Ensure you never miss another episode. Follow Smashing Security in your favorite podcast app, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts.
1: And thanks to this episode's sponsors no b 4 Offensive Security, and one password and to our wonderful Patreon communities. Thank like them. This show is free for all. For episode show notes, sponsorship information, guest lists, and the entire back catalog of more than 236 episodes, check out smashingsecurity.com. Until next time. Cheerio. Bye bye. <laughs> bye. That's all. <laughs> you know,
0: you know what's not weak, bro? Tom's repost Javad on the latest host unknown podcast. Oh yes. There yeah. was a bit of argy bargy. What was? happened? I haven't there heard it, was. tell me. Let's just say Tempers got a bit raised. Emotion, it got emotional. Jav
2: decided to to up the ante, and actually, it did. It, although he did piss me off, and I did say that, but frankly, it made for a good podcast.
0: It was great, yeah, it was great, because you you both had your opinions very strong. I, I actually agreed with you, Tom. Yeah, I have to say,
2: yeah, and um, they they pointed that out when they read your uh, blog oh, post Oh yeah, it doesn't surprise us to see Grahams on the side of uh, the old white man, Tom, or something like that.
1: I'm going to go listen now you see you got my interest.
2: Yeah. Yeah, uh, we've had a couple of comments about how it's good to, to have, you know, a podcast where not everybody agrees with each other.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. So, we have, yeah, I agree sometime, Graham. Bro. I agree Tom. I don't agree. I, I think, think it's a rubbish. good podcast. No, no, it's a terrible idea.
1: I agree, terrible. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the thing was, if it, if if I'd known he was going to do it, I think it would have been more fun, but it just came out of nowhere and then I said, is he t- is he serious about? It? Is he I know he, oh, he was very serious. Yeah, but he said afterwards that he decided to, he needed to stop as the as the spittle started to drop <laughs> from his lips. You know, he's like,
0: and he yeah, had ma- to mediate, crow Yeah, he did. Wow, and he would be it's a like, good mediator. Come on, boys, it's not worth it. It's not yeah. worth it, lads.
2: Yeah, <laughs> leave him, Darren. He ain't worth it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hey everybody, Carol here. Now, I've got to do this week's review selection really quickly because someone is using a chainsaw nearby. However, we got two very cute reviews. The first one comes from Wilsonium who writes, I have a bit of a reputation for getting out in the weeds, mostly unintentionally, but I never regret the journey. Carol, Graham, and friends take me out into the cybersecurity weeds every week, and I love it. Thanks for all the episodes full of warnings about which IoT wearables to avoid, apps to avoid or delete, and what happened to the eccentric players. Best of all, is the rich history brought to the table with a colorful sense of humor shining a light onto some of the not-so-great tech out there. Thanks again for all the hard work and dedication put into each episode. Wow. That's positively swoon-worthy, Wilsonium. And we also got another delicious review. This one might have been from a baby or toddler who was playing with the phone. The review gives us five stars. The title is XX and the message is SDD. And it's from E-E-J-F-G-N-J-H. So (laughs) thank you very much. (laughs) And you guys stay safe out there and see you next week.